Hello and welcome to Perfectly Paranormal, episode 35. My name's Anna Schmidt, and I'm here every week to share with you true paranormal encounters and information about devils, demons, and dark energy beings that no one else talks about. And today we're exploring my perspective on how paranormal beings understand us. And do they speak English or other languages? And how does it all work? Now this question comes up a lot. And understanding how paranormal energy beings comprehend human languages is a topic that continues to intrigue and baffle paranormal investigators, enthusiasts, and researchers alike. And while evidence remains scarce, some intriguing theories offer insight into this mysterious phenomenon from people like myself who experience paranormal communication on a regular basis. Now, one theory suggests that paranormal energy beings possess an innate ability to tap into the what we would call the collective consciousness of humanity, this shared pool of energy or frequencies in the form of our thoughts, emotions and experiences could serve as a bridge of understanding between these energy beings and ourselves, as they exist purely in an energetic form. Now, much like how humans rely on visual storytelling and other cultural knowledge and references to interpret language differences, energy beings might access this vast reservoir of information to decipher our languages. So as this was put to me recently by a friend, it is a great theory, but it's not the theory that I favour the most. Now, I feel that paranormal energy beings communicate through a form of telepathy. And this could involve the exchange of emotions, images, and intentions, rather than the traditional language, words, and phrases that we use. Such a mode of communication could transcend the limitations of verbal and our written languages, allowing for a deeper and more immediate connection between these entities and us human beings. Now, I know from personal experience over a very long time that they feel our energy and that's what they're drawn to. And this could explain how they differentiate energy workers' vibrations from others in our society. Now, that's another topic that I'm going to be talking about very soon on this podcast. Now, in episode 34, I shared a conversation which I'd had with a high-ranking demonic level being. He used a form of telepathy. I feel that he felt that I would understand that because I work as an energy worker. I use my psychic abilities all the time. So they're, they're quite well tuned in to the different vibrations around us. But I never really thought of myself as telepathic. And these beings somehow know what we can do and what we can't do. Now, he used English words or Australian words or American words, whatever you want to call it. They were words that I could see 
in my mind, but also here in my head or my third eye chakra. And some of them I saw as written words. Now, at other times, I feel the words in my mind. Now, this is kind of hard to explain, but sometimes you'll get a feeling of yes or no. There's an intensity that comes with it. There's an energy or a vibration or a frequency that comes with words, with the way that they're put together. Now, I don't speak other languages, so I couldn't test out a change of spoken words to see if he was listening to what I said. Now, I've had in-depth conversations with many other people who are curious about this topic and who think that paranormal energy beings may exist beyond the constraints of time and space as we perceive them. Now, this altered perception of reality could grant them an unusual unique understanding of language that goes beyond our mere words, because it goes beyond what our brains can comprehend. These energy beings may perceive the essence and intention behind our communication in the frequency of the thoughts or the words that we create in the same way as higher vibrational angelic beings do. Now, I've watched paranormal investigation shows where investigators speak English in some of the locations and they're attempting to connect with the local spirits. And quite often, they don't get a response because they're in countries where English is not spoken. It's not the traditional language of that country. So when they switch to using the native language for the region or the country, suddenly they're getting spoken responses coming through the spirit boxes. Also, I've witnessed spirits choosing relevant words through paranormal investigation equipment, such as an ovulus. Now, this is a technical device containing a large database of words that spirits can use to respond to questions. Now, the accuracy of the answers of the words that these spirits say is really uncanny sometimes. Seriously, I have seen the ovulus used a lot when I used to work as a paranormal tour guide. And some of the words and the phrases that would come through that were like, we were all gobsmacked. We're like, wow. Now, I can't give an exact answer as to how this happens, how it works, other than the spirits are energy. Dark and demonic beings are energy. And somehow they can read the energy of the words in the database when they're choosing their answers. Like, it's fascinating. It seriously just makes you think twice about how energy works in our environment. Now, also, at one time, I used to play with paranormal investigation apps on my iPad, just for a bit of fun. You know, we all love them. We all love having a go at seeing what we can find, what's in the environment. Now, you're going to love this story. This is something that happened to me a few years ago. It was totally unexpected. Like I was sitting in my lounge room late one night and I just turned on my paranormal app just to see if anyone was about and to see if they wanted to have a chat, they wanted to answer some questions, exchange names, all that usual stuff that we do when we open those devices. And lo and behold, the name of a recently deceased family member popped up on the screen. Like I sat there, I was not expecting this at all. I was shocked as 
I hadn't spoken to that person for many years. You know, when she was alive, we, we didn't really have a great relationship. It was okay, but it wasn't a relationship where I thought she would come into my lounge room after she'd passed away. Now, as I stared at the screen, two of her son's names popped up on the screen, one after the other, and then the word burnt. Now, she had a very firm desire to be buried. And the location of her burial choice, it just wasn't possible. So the family had to cremate her. And obviously, she was not happy about this. The way these words came up on the screen was like, bam, bam, bam. They were so quick. And I was astonished when I saw them. And I just, I didn't think that this person would use such a device to communicate. I would thought that she would go to other family members, maybe communicate these messages through dreams or through music or other ways that spirits use to get our attention. Now, she must have felt in spirit form that I would hear or see her. Now, I didn't share with my family what I did or the in-laws. I just simply kept it to myself because I didn't think that they would understand. So she had no idea when she was in living form of what I did as a psychic reader or using my psychic abilities, ESP, whatever you want to call it. I have that ability to tune into the energy that is around us. People, when they leave their bodies, become that spirit energy. I just sat quietly and I spoke to this lady and I explained to her the reason for the cremation and hoped that she understood. Now, this is a prime example of how non-physical beings can manipulate energy in devices to communicate with us. Now, entities are different from spirits. They haven't lived human lives, and most of them haven't spoken or used written languages that we know of. So I strongly think that dark energy beings only resonate with our energetic output, whether they're thoughts, words, actions, reactions, drama, trauma, whatever's going on in our lives that we create an energetic intention or an energetic build-up. Now, I do wonder sometimes, are they drawn to colour? Now, colours are vibrations, just as much as numbers and emotions and traumas, it all creates a frequency. Now, I've had experiences with spirits when it comes to colour. And I do wonder sometimes whether they see people like myself who do the spirit transitioning, who help spirits who are in distress and want to cross into the afterlife. Do they see our energy as colours? Because we always talk about auras. So whether you believe in this or not, I do. We have an energy field around us. We have an aura. Now, the aura is the energy contained within the energy field, and it changes colors all the time. And it can become dense or bright. It can vibrate quite fast. It can vibrate quite slow, depending on your mental, emotional, and physical and spiritual health and what you're focusing on in your life. Now, I quite often think that I draw paranormal beings to me and spirits. Because I do this work all the time, I have the intention to connect with them. That is a vibration. But also, does my aura shine in a different way? A little bit like a lighthouse 
Or when you're in a dark room and all of a sudden you turn a light on, sometimes the the moths or the other insects that are in the room are drawn to that light. Just something for you to think about. Now, ultimately, the nature of how paranormal energy beings understand our languages remains unproven for those who need tangible proof. And this is going to be a fascinating journey for decades and centuries to come into gaining a deeper understanding of their mode of communication. And I have to say that I will continue to share my stories, share my experiences with you as we unravel the mystery of the paranormal world around us. Now, what are your thoughts on paranormal communication? Do you have a different theory or an idea about how it all works? I would love to hear what you have to say. You can email me at spiritualbeing44 at gmail.com or you can connect me through Instagram or Facebook. All of the links are in the description box. So in episode 38, we're looking at spiritual practices which are not so spiritual and sometimes quite dangerous. And I'll be sharing two of my personal experiences from my early 30s and two other experiences, one from a friend and another from a client, where we all had detrimental encounters with dark entities through what we thought were quite safe spiritual practices. And the concept of spiritual individuals being affected by dark beings is quite an interesting topic that sometimes invokes intrigue but also caution. I'm always one of these people that puts themselves out there on the fringe. I say it as I see it. So sometimes spirituality can emphasise the pursuit of positivity, inner peace and harmony, but I believe and have witnessed that dark entities can impact people's spiritual journeys. And some people can't discern the difference between light beings and tricky dark beings who sometimes pretend to be from the light. So thank you for joining me today. And don't forget, if you want to share a paranormal experience just with myself, or you would like me to share one of your experiences through my podcast, you can do a voice recording or you can write out your experience and I will read it exactly as you have written. You can email me at spiritualbeing44 at gmail.com. And for information on paranormal house clearing, you can visit my website, Spiritual Being. You will find the address in the description box. And I look forward to sharing this spooky space again with you next week. And remember, life is perfectly paranormal. <laughs>